0: the galaxy this is where conspiracy on the wild side meets the perspective of a lifetime this is the free zone with your host freeman hello and welcome to the free zone well i hope you all had a happy thanksgiving or some form of it Ah, <laughs> uh, what strange times it's hard to celebrate anything these days it's like these little Trinkets that we have to remind us of what life was like. And uh, well, those days are done, guys. We are now living inside of a science fiction novel. And it seems more like a poorly written dystopic science fiction novel. But things couldn't be any stranger, as far as I'm concerned, than right now. I mean, oh my God, you guys, how are we existing in all of this craziness and still acting just like uh, life is normal? It's amazing. Oh, uh, But we're going to get deep into this with Jason Lindgren today from Secrets of Saturn. Uh fantastic show you can find on Rockfin, YouTube. Definitely check it out, Secrets of Saturn. And uh, let's please welcome to the Free Zone, Jason Lindgren. Hey, Jason.
1: Hey, man. Great to be here.
0: Uh, good to have you on. And uh, we had a <laughs> always an interesting time at Flatoberfest. And... Uh, it's funny because um you know i don't talk about flat earth much on this show i mean you know it comes up but it's not you know but yet i I, i'm constantly on the air saying hey flattoberfest was so awesome and i i want to tell everyone that uh, you know the main reason flattoberfest is so awesome is the people it's amazing how many great people show up for this thing and I mean i i walking around that place i didn't find one person that i couldn't be friends with uh, what would you say about that jace
1: oh man that's exactly it and the Earth thing is interesting and i wouldn't call myself a flat earther but i definitely see things and this is the same answer i've been saying for years i see things that i call inconsistencies that i would like answers to yes now, unless someone's got a couple hundred grand and they want to buy me a ticket on the old bezos rocket uh, which I would do if uh, <laughs> that was possible. I'd go up and tell you what I saw. Hell yeah. So, you know, these things, there's a lot of speculation. And um, until then, challenge everything. Don't be ashamed of doing that. But the get-togethers, that's where it's at. I had I had the same uh, kind of situation when I went to the Bertari event where I helped run the sound and I performed and everything. It's just not a not a bad person there. Everyone was so super cool
0: yeah guys uh, that's what it's about us coming together talking together sharing all this of course this is the very thing that they don't want to happen and this is why we're in midst of lockdowns and censorship and shutdowns and all that goodness because the true power is in uh face-to-face contact with all of us and and finding all of this jason i wanted to bring up this um very intriguing topic as we get into high strangeness and the idea that we do live in a science fiction novel like uh i mean this would be the worst <laughs> sci-fi series ever but um <laughs> you know i was watching uh, dr brian Artis, and i know you've spoke with him so you're a great person to talk to about this but the documentary watch the water and then his latest uh broadcast that he's been doing and putting out the information showing guys that uh the true Force behind COVID is actually snake venom. (laughs) King Cobra and crate snake venoms have been found in all the people that tested positive for COVID, along with a ton of conotoxins these uh sea snail venoms, along with starfish venoms, and uh, you know, just up to 30 different venoms found in people on land from things that go through this and you find that conotoxins uh were were listed by the World Economic Forum now these are the 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 toxins that come from these sea snails that conotoxins were were going to remake the world the, the World Economic Forum has an article how conotoxins are going to change the world or remake the world and then you get deeper and you find that PCR tests. We're all used for years, for decades, to identify snake venoms in people or in things. And so, I mean, just to put this all in perspective, that means that we could easily have these reptilian overlords ruling our planet, poisoning us with serpent venom, and uh, taking us out in this weird, V scenario like the tv series of extraterrestrials coming in i mean uh, jason this is so crazy and so possible and i i really do believe this might be the case and it really speaks to this science fiction reality that we're in that some evil overlord is taking us out a serpent venom
1: Well, uh, I'll address this as openly and honestly as I can. Uh, We've had Dr. Brian Artisan. I believe that was the second time he had come on with us on Crow Triple Seven Radio, where I'm the co-host. And we do what we always do. We were extremely fair about it. And the reason why we brought him on was so that he could put the information out there. We could discuss it. And then our listeners know, hey, we know this is uh, going viral A lot of people are making a big deal about it, and we wanted to address it right in the beginning. So we brought him on shortly after that uh, little documentary that they put out was released. And he seemed to make a convincing argument. Uh, But my big question was, if indeed they're doing that with the snake venom, how much could they possibly get to get into millions and millions of people that was my big question was just the quantity of scale. How would they do it? I'm not saying it's not possible. I mean, they do it with fluoride, unfortunately, with so much stuff. But that's a uh, that's a runoff toxin from aluminum manufacturing and, and some other industrial stuff. So they do have that in quantity to dump into the water supply and screw us all up. So that was my big question. I'm not saying that there aren't things that could demonstrate uh, similar symptoms and things like that, but again, the same way I, I say with flat Earth, I saw an inconsistency there. Is like, so if it's snake venom, how many snakes and how many <sighs> ways could you possibly get something into people that this would be a worldwide phenomenon? Because I know a lot of folks like to say that COVID's not real. I I don't know exactly what it was. It certainly was not, in my opinion. Uh, a worldwide pandemic where people were dropping dead in the street. That's all poppycock. But I caught something a ways back when it was like at the height of that stuff. And I did have that weird symptom of losing uh, my sense of smell and my most of my sense of taste, but it didn't last very long. I mean, it was just a bad flu. And then I got over it like people do. So to me, it was just like a big nothing burger, just like any other flu. It's like an adult to get over it, you know? (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you smoke?
1: No, actually, I have really bad allergies to dust and things like that, so I don't I don't inhale anything. I don't do anything. I don't even really like even though I like the smell of them, I don't even like light incense cuz they all make me sneeze. So no.
0: <laughs> that was the 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 really really amazing part was that uh these very toxins uh attach to your nicotine receptors. And so he has found that two percent of the population of earth uh that well only uh, the smokers only account for two percent of hospitalized victims of covid and uh so he's running around dr Artis, is saying you know well take take uh nicorette gum or you know some sort of nicotine gum or take in nicotine some way shape or form and you'll get your taste back you'll get your smell back uh, and it'll, it, it fills those receptors with the nicotine instead of the, the conotoxins. Uh, so I found that very fascinating because, uh, yeah, I'm a smoker and, and, uh, I, I've suffered none. Uh, you know, uh, I did get a weird, uh, what I, so my biggest fear has always been like the, the vaccine shedding. So I would think that the majority of people that are getting sick and getting this or have taken the vaccine. And, of course, that seems to be the case. And um, so that was one way of getting that to the people, you know, to physically inject it instead of uh, having fangs, they have needles. Um, But then, you know, if you really think about it and way back, way back, I mean, when I started the TV show in 2005, I was already sick to death of, of talking about chemtrails you know it was just like i'd already been talking about chemtrails for a decade before i ever even got a tv show and when we put out that very first documentary on chemtrails it was really you know we were seeing desiccated blood cells in these things we were seeing uh the stuff that was coming down to the ground laying on the ground like spider webs and if you touched it you got flu-like symptoms there was a flu-like symptom epidemic going on back in 99 well, it really this all began around 96 in America and uh so we've had this you know decades of a chemtrail program going on people always classify it as weather modification but obviously there's so much more with barium strontium and all of these things and then desiccated blood cells that were being found in these things you know this has been going on a long time and it's really really possible that they have aerosolized this you know and and managed to get us breathing it and getting it i don't know i don't know but uh i find it so fascinating that this is this is the world that we live in right now i mean we've been seeing such weird stuff like i had crow on and we were discussing he had brought up the people that had gotten the vaccine and that they were you know magnetized and I couldn't believe that I had forgotten about that. Like our lives are so crazy that, you know, magnetic people just slipped my brain, you know, (laughs) like, how do you forget stuff like that? But we have things like Bluetooth people in the cemeteries. And I don't know, uh, Jason, have you seen those people that are spinning? Like they see a ghost over their right shoulder and then they start to spin to follow it. Their arm goes up in the air and then they spin into circles and convulse on the ground and some of them just die. Have you seen that stuff?
1: Uh, Well, I've been hearing lots about people dropping uh, just like mad. Uh, I don't know if you know Mark Devlin in the UK uh, and talk show host. Uh, He's a good friend of ours and he's always putting up especially if it's like someone kind of famous like a sports person or a music person and i see him posting that quite often so yeah this stuff's going on i hadn't quite heard about the ghost aspect of it that's great. oh you
0: gotta see this um, let's see it was in a documentary oh uh died suddenly uh, yeah, also greg reese made a got, report got on it i
1: gotta do that i know a lot of people are pushing i'm kind of curious what evidence and what angle they're going with that
0: yeah, I, I actually haven't watched Died Suddenly, but I've seen all of the parts and pieces of it, you know, throughout the time that these things have been presented. So it gets into those bizarre blood clots that are growing inside of people that look like metal. But uh you've got to see these, these mysterious, I don't know how to describe these people that are seeing a ghost over their shoulder and then just can't stop their bodies from rotating and over and over again like if it was just one you know just like with the magnets and with the all these other high strangeness that we've been seeing and this okay so when i see when i see this and I'll, I'll put a link up for you guys to to check it out uh so the people are standing there they they suddenly get like uh something attracts their attention almost ever inevitably over their right shoulder i didn't see anyone go left they all went clockwise and then um they they appear to see something and they start to spin and then they they convulse and and one lady even fell in front of a subway and uh it's it's horrible to watch right it's just frightening to watch but this brings me to these concepts that people kind of ignored like bluebeam where people think bluebeam was all about this false alien invasion with uh, just projecting things up in the sky and such but if you actually go even to wikipedia and read about Bluebeam read about what Serge Manast had actually written in Bluebeam which was a theory guys this was not a program this was a theory of Serge Manast but it was the idea that they were transmitting demons into us via uh, fiber optics and this was way back in the day when Bluebeam was written I'd have to look up the date but um you know long before this tech was really in any advancement state like it is now and so i I just can't help but think that there's some sort of demonic ploy in all of this electronic technology that they're throwing at us from cern uh to many other you know cern the ionospheric heaters and and the technologies that they're doing with even uh like the the cloud of care or the norway spiral these things seem to be opening portals, right? Uh, are you are you uh, familiar with any of the, these thoughts? or?
1: Oh, sure. Well, let's be real for a second here, man. You brought up the chemtrails. I first heard about those way back when on the old Art Bell show, people were calling in in the 90s reporting that stuff. And goodness knows if it was happening even before then, it just hadn't ramped up to a big scale. So we have that going on, and God knows what they're hitting us with there. We know damned well that they're putting stuff in the water, which again, could be going back to that snake venom thing. Maybe it's synthesized. Maybe it's something that they've been able to get in there through other means. It's not necessarily that they have a zillion snakes that they're uh, getting the venom out of. Perhaps it's something that they've been able to synthesize and then therefore the, the synthesized version is mimicking. Some I
0: venom. did want to, yeah, I meant to throw that in when you were saying that, sorry to interrupt, but um, yeah, he showed how E. coli and yeast uh, would grow these things, and so that they didn't actually have to have the snake venom uh, in a, in a mass quantity, because anyone with equal eye or uh, yeast infections were producing it uh, within their own bodies. Uh, so there was one one way that this kept growing.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm open to that. I can't prove it, so I do what I try to always do, and that's just be objective, right? So let's just let's just go down the list. So there hitting us with God knows what in the air. They're hitting us with God knows what in the water. We just did a show on processed foods, and we went decade by decade showing how far back that they were starting to manipulate the food supply. So again, there's God knows what in there. Then there's the mainstream pharmaceutical medicine, which anybody who's done a little homework knows that the Rockefellers spent untold amounts of money in the early 20th century, wiping out all forms of medicine, except straightforward allopathic medicine that they controlled the schools for. So the only stuff that gets out there is what passes their uh okay or not. So we're being hit there as well. And man, now we're in this uh electronic age and we've got these towers everywhere and again, what the heck are they broadcasting other than a mobile signal for you to pick up with uh, the smartphone that nearly everyone's got in their pocket. We just don't know, man. We're being hit in a way that no human beings have ever been hit before that we're consciously aware of in in any kind of uh, modern history if you want to call it that you know six thousand years or more so i mean quite honestly nothing would surprise me at this point there's so much stuff we're being bombarded with
0: absolutely in new york there was just these reports of this resonant sound as if somebody was putting their finger over a crystal glass and humming it uh and it is just keeping everyone in i think it was greenwood new york uh, awake and the no one can track the source of this resonant sound and of course we've had a lot of these throughout the the last decade of yep. bizarre sounds going around howlings and weirdness
1: low hums i've heard a lot of stories the low hums yeah
0: so can we even tell if our emotions are ours anymore, you know, the people that are suicidal, the people that are are they broadcasting this message through a neurophone into our bodies and uh just keeping us, you know. So we have to have those questions too.
1: Well, let's be real, bro. If your cell phone is getting a signal, theoretically, if they're broadcasting something else through those towers, it's hitting you. Yeah. I mean, that's as real with facts that I could throw out there. I don't know what they're doing, but the, the cell phone that I'm picking up in my hand right now, I've got, well, I've only got two bars right now. Doesn't matter. I could make a call with this. That transmission is hitting my phone and, and, and being able to transmit back. That means my body is also experiencing those. Who knows? <laughs> but it's happening.
0: One of the fascinating things that I found about the Kono toxins and the the venom theory also. was one of the symptoms of (laughs) conotoxins. This is crazy. Holding false beliefs that can't be changed by facts. That's literally listed in the side effects of conotoxins. And now we're in the midst of this, this mass psychosis, and we can't figure out why people can't see what's going on, you know, and maybe this has something to do with it, too. I mean, holding false beliefs that can't be changed by facts. I mean, that's that's a side effect of a conotoxin. It's crazy.
1: Well, the one thing I've considered for a long time, like even before the COVID nonsense started, was that all of these things are probably multi-part weapons so that they do affect people differently, depending upon where you are, so that there's not one single symptom or group of symptoms that could be nailed down. Cause that would make it easier for people to start figuring out through process of elimination. So if it's kind of a combination of, well, they can trail harder here and the cells, you live too close to a cell tower. So it's hitting you hard, like that kind of thing. You know what I right. mean? Or you eat a certain kind of garbage processed food that has more of whatever in it. It's, it's kind of the, uh, that notion. And, you know, I know you've done a ton of amazing work on, movies and films and all that kind of stuff well what was the story of batman 1989 about what was the joker doing multi-part weapon that created the poison if the two or three i don't remember anymore i haven't seen it in ages but it was two or two or three ingredients in everyday products that caused the death poison
0: yeah 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 i remember that now exactly yeah, exactly. So that you can't point your finger at anyone or anything. And we we saw when all the heads of the corporations right before COVID just all quit their jobs. I mean, including Bill Gates left his foundation or that main foundation that he was a part of. Uh, the head of Apple, the head of uh, oh,
1: I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. this just happened on Sunday night. So in February of 2020. And again, you've done some amazing work on the Disney stuff. In February of 2020, out of the blue, at least to us on the outside, Bob Iger, the head of Disney for however many years, quite a few, just Hmm. up and left. And they put the guy who was the head of the parks in charge as the CEO. Well, they just out of the blue again to us on the outside, kicked him out and Bob Iger went back. Hmm. That just happened. So it's like, so what's going on behind the scenes there that all of a sudden they bring Iger back? Uh, Now, Iger, if you're into following any of this stuff, he's like left wing Democraty kind of guy. Like a lot of the problems that Disney has been having financially are Iger's fault from loading up all these real crazy far left people into the throughout the corporations. And a lot of people are complaining about how all the movies and films are just getting wrecked with all this this crazy left wing politics. Well, that was Iger. So if they're indeed panicking because their stocks have plummeted and all that, they just brought the problem back in. But I think at the highest level, I think most folks who are into looking at things from the kind of perspectives that you and I look at things from, at the tippy tippy top, money doesn't really matter. It's about pushing the propaganda. But my big question has always been, well, at what point does it stop mattering? Because money still needs to exist to keep things going on a day-to-day basis. Like Disney still has a board that has to be answered to and there's still investors, and and this isn't just Disney, this is obviously lots of major corporations. Like those investors need to be answered to. So I would assume at some point money still needs to be made and uh, pretty much everything that's coming out from these major companies are failures because it's full of what people generally call woke uh, concepts all these social justice warrior crap. There's no good stories. There's no good characters. It's just all about pushing these messages. So it's interesting that out of the blue, Bob Iger is brought back to Disney to quote unquote fix the problems when it was his fault in the first place.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I kind of wonder what they they are thinking and doing this and what is, yeah, behind the scenes. Because obviously, guys, Disney is like at the heart of the propaganda arm, always has been. Right. Like since the since World War Two, that's that was their job. I mean, you know, bringing the Nazis before you and getting you comfortable with all those Nazi scientists like Werner von Braun being on Disney's show. And then, you know, if you watch Disney on the front lines, everything that's happening is right there in that 1930s uh, military propaganda that disney was putting out and then you add that they own marvel and star wars and i love what lucas said about you know when when disney bought up star wars and he's like yeah i just sold my children to white slavers yeah i'm pretty sure <laughs> he regrets that now <laughs> oh boy those disney lawyers were autumn i mean within 24 hours
1: he was like oh no uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry uh
0: <laughs> yeah but he meant it he meant it no doubt about it he said it. that
1: on a major i don't remember which one it was but that was like one of the major mainstream news programs he said that on so god knows how many zillions of people heard that
0: yes yes it's so true too it's so true poor star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: something that you and i grew up with and loved and it's yeah. just it's a shadow of its former self here's something i'll throw at you as a question though just uh just right. take on it because i brought this up a lot I'm kind of getting of the mind that the elite pushing the propaganda are getting kind of stupid and sloppy because they've been pushing propaganda on us, as you said, for decades and decades. But they were kind of slick and sly about it, like it would just be inserted in there in, say, a movie that still had a good story, had good actors, had good characters. Now they're literally driving away fans of whichever property you want to look at, like Marvel or Star Wars or any of them. Because the movies themselves, I mean, yeah, they're they're slick and they look great from a visual point of view, but other than that, they absolutely suck. Like the stories are terrible, the characters are terrible. Like even like the Star Wars sequel, like the storyline isn't even coherent. It's literally just plain stupid.
0: And a bunch of whiny bitches.
1: Yeah. And it certainly doesn't even hold a, a candle to the original storyline.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. i i I totally agree like they they have no soul and i I, what what i think also is that we're we're witnessing this awakening and it's hard because we're in the middle of it uh to actually see that people are awakened at all of this but all these decades that we've been out here trying to tell people what's going on i mean we're in it now it's uh it's now a point where we're getting more into a conversational type of situation instead of a data situation because you know we're in it now but the i really do feel that people are awakening left and right i mean the awakening is is has been far more dramatic i think that we had way more of an impact than we knew and that they expected and that's you know why they constantly trying to censor us all but I, I really think we had an impact, and and oh man, without us, I mean, imagine where we would be, and and how crazy oh this mass psychosis would be.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, to finish that last point, though, uh-huh. and then to get into the censorship aspect, because these all these things all tie together. Uh, so, if you're trying to push propaganda. Would you not use the untold gazillions of dollars you have at your disposal like a Lucasfilm that is now owned by Disney? Wouldn't you want to make the slickest, most amazing Star Wars movie ever, just to continue with the Star Wars example, to push whatever it is you're trying to push with that particular stage of the agenda? But you don't see that. They're they're just making crap. So they're losing fans of these properties. It's happened with Marvel. It's happened with all of them. Star Trek is absolute trash now. Doctor Who is trash now. Like all of them. They're they're all this hot woke garbage that's just like super leftist propaganda. Well, if you just addressing the United States, you've lost half the population who don't even want to even look at stuff like that. How are you gonna push propaganda if the stuff you're trying to use as your vehicle is not anything that anybody wants to see in the first place? Like, that seems really stupid to me that they that they've gotten gotten sloppy. But To tie that into the censorship aspect of it, you see YouTube chopping out all of the creators, all of us individualized creators with our little YouTube channels that uh, maybe even built up to a large following over the years. They're just chopping them all out and they're replacing them with mainstream stuff having channels. You know, CNN has a channel and stuff like that. It's like, that's not what you go to YouTube for. You go to YouTube to find unique original content, not anything that's industrialized, stamped out in a machine kind of content. But no, they're, they're censoring the crap out of everything and deleting people's channels. And it has this interesting effect because YouTube is part of Google or Alphabet, the, the parent company. When you get scrubbed from a YouTube channel and all those algorithms start working their, their spidery magic behind the scenes, it starts taking you out of Google searches and all that, so they they know what they're doing when they do this stuff. If you're rocking the boat, bye bye.
0: No doubt <laughs> I'm a classic case of that for sure. So you guys are all gonna have to go over to Rockfin and subscribe guys to to get our video content. Uh, I know Jason's on Rockfin, and I'm on Rockfin, and there's a whole horde of people over there that definitely uh you know are putting out the content and and I think Rockfin's a pretty darn good channel or source for so much information. So I hope you guys will go over and subscribe through rockfin.com slash freemanfly so that I can collect my crypto from that and help me out that way. Or come over to freemantv.com and subscribe. We got it all set up now with Stripe. And, and so you can skip PayPal or you can subscribe with PayPal. I just figured I'd throw in a little marketing there for us, Jason. <laughs> Get that.
1: Well, and here's the thing. Guys, I I don't know what anyone's individual financial situation is, but come on, you have to support what you like, because I can assure you that the people who have multi-billion dollar budgets to work against us, they've got the upper hand there. We've only got you to help support us to keep these things going. And there's a psyop out there, I'm sure of it, that truth should be free. Well, that's great, but that's something that even musicians, and you're a musician just like me... Musicians and artists have fought this same battle long before the truther movement, whatever you want to call it, started. People just have this notion that if you're creating something and it's not coming from some mainstream company, that it should be free. Like, well, is my time not valuable to you? Like, it takes effort. And, you know, I'd like to eat, too, and I'd like to pay my power bill, and that kind of thing. It's this mentality that kind of gets out there, and I'm pretty sure it's a psyop to hurt us. Like no, you got to support what you like, and it's not like we're charging zillions of dollars to, to to access these things. And Rockfin is a great example; it's ten bucks, and you get everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know I've paid ten dollars a month just to not have commercials. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's what you get for Spotify or. Uh, some of the streaming services all you get is that you don't have to suffer commercials (laughs) you know like all right not getting commercials is worth 10 bucks a month um so yeah i mean yeah you're getting you're getting your money's worth with this uh, for sure and and to keep us going i mean it's been a long road and it has been quite a trek to try to get supported doing this I mean, my first decade, I didn't make any money. My mom kept me on the air. <laughs> you know what I mean, I had 6,000 people listening to me every day and, and I couldn't get a dollar out of them. It,
1: it was quite a battle. It was. Uh, thank you for persevering because the work you did early on helped lay the groundwork for those who came later. We like we needed that. It, thank God you were doing that. I mean, what else did you have? Art Bell. You know, Yeah. He's, he's talking about really cool stuff on one show and the next it's something absolutely ridiculous it was just everything was all mixed up even though he was he's such a great he was such a great host it it you couldn't put any stake in it, it it's just it was entertainment it was just happen to be interesting topics
0: yeah i'll tell you guys talking about you know spending currency uh, for me to listen to art bell and coast to coast back in the day it just never even came in on my cc plus radio like i could not get anything at my house to play and broadcast uh coast to coast so uh if there was a guest that i wanted to hear from i had to get in my car and drive around from midnight till four in the morning uh, to listen to these shows and that's what i used to do back in the day you oh, know right. and then when i lived in the van of course it was all night travels and so uh, thank god for art bell but um yeah. I mean, that's what I would go through to listen to a broadcast that I wanted to hear. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have any uh, databases and archives or things like that. The best you could get is your friend recorded it on a cassette tape and you could listen to it later. Yeah. It's it's amazing this this travel that we've been on because I don't know about you, Jason, but you know I started very early in the, the mysteries of the world. And honestly, I remember in those Time Life books, of, uh, the weird, mysterious things on planet Earth. Like the very first thing that I really recall from being attracted to high strangeness was the little twelve inch mummified man that they found in a rock while quarrying this this thing. They chopped open a a boulder. and inside was a cavern inside the boulder, and a little mummified man sitting in a lotus position. You know, I don't know whether any of this stuff is true or not, but, uh you know that's where i my world view started i guess in all of this mystery it was way back when i was just a little kid looking at these time life uh mystery books <laughs> and now here we are living in the you know as strange of a world as you could possibly imagine it's just it's gone so wild
1: no i'm totally with you there i was always interested in odd topics and Maybe it stretches all the way back into the 70s. I was four years old when the first Star Wars movie came out, and that left such an impression on my mind that I was always looking at the stars and all those kinds of things. And then as I'm growing up, yeah, I'd always have an interest in anything that was not the mainstream. Now, nerd culture, funny enough, is uh, is like a mainstream thing. Like Being a nerd is cool, but we come from a time when you were a nerd you got the shit kicked out of you by the yes
0: oh yes uh but to go back to your thought there and and how um the you know the films are so bad the propaganda is so bad everything is like not even attractive so it's really doing a piss poor job i've had those very same thoughts with with biden and kamala it's like there's no way that they accidentally picked somebody that was half dead and so dumb and and so bad you know it's like you can't help but think you're being set up and this is the sleight of hand of a magician that needs us all go to turn to the say the neocons let's say this is the plan like okay we really need everybody to go red we really need uh everybody to follow the neocons you know because we're setting up the new world order so let's put in this bumbling uh poopy pants uh, <laughs> president and an ineligible crazy woman as vice president and everybody will will shift red uh and we'll have no problems we'll just you know i i mean i just can't believe you know some of these these bad acts are are accidents it's like are they really that dumb that they thought biden could change the world or is he a set up a plant to bring about a shift in consciousness in the other direction you know that's where we always have to look like are we being set up
1: yeah you got to challenge it all and uh i remember when they first put him up i thought oh well he's never gonna get in that guy's had dementia for years like you can yeah see- heading in. And when I saw it, I was like, you can't be serious. Like from just looking at from a mainstream political level, like did the democratic machine seriously not have somebody better than a guy who stumbles and bumbles every single thing he does? And I remember uh, the the little bit of the debates I would, uh I never would watch these things, but I'd catch clips. And it's like, literally you'd see Donald Trump bearing, he like, he knew it. So he would bear down on Joe Biden like verbally just boom 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 because he knew he could be overwhelmed intellectually super quick and that's exactly what you saw so you just don't know what how far the level of of the the theater of it goes or if there's still some sort of reality to the parties cuz i mean it's kind of unrealistic in my opinion to think that every single person's in on it but it's absolutely directed from the top down that we know right
0: it's crazy days uh yeah this is this is where we're at guys <laughs> you know, if, we, if we don't realize that we live in this science fiction realm and and how crazy this all has gotten uh it's just too much but here we are guys uh in the potential realms of having serpent venom placed on us by some extraterrestrial or extra dimensional source. I want to get into a little bit more of that on the other side as we go into the members section. I got a few things I want to toss out about uh, the cloud of care and the, and the Norway spiral and some of the things that went along with all of this. Uh, but that'll be coming up in the second hour, guys. So I hope you will come over to freemantv.com and subscribe. And not only you know is your support financial, but but sharing, uh, letting people know about this show. So let them know the free zone is on every podcast platform out there. So just put in the free zone with Freeman Fly, and you'll find it on every podcast player. Been on Spotify longer than Joe Rogan. You know, been on YouTube longer than Alex Jones, but yet, uh, you know, that doesn't exist anymore. So you can't go there, but you got to go to Rockfin, check it out. And if you subscribe to Rockfin, you get both Jason's work and my work plus everyone else's. So that's always a good deal. But if you really want to keep this show going, make sure to let people know about it. You know, let's get more people over here having these conversations and discussing. So just, uh, share. You know, it's the simplest thing you could do. Uh, but then on top of that, please, um, you know subscribe help keep this on the air because the we're you know just really just keeping it above the wire here keeping us going and and doing all the hard work that we can to try and bring this message out to the world but if it's just going into an echo chamber it doesn't help much so please let everyone know that this show exists and has existed and please uh, you know realize there's no such thing as an old show so on any of our programs on on secrets of saturn or on the free zone scroll all the way down guys all the way down that front page and have a look at all of the work that's there because there's so much and all of it's relevant. There's no such thing as an old show. So Secrets of Saturn is Jason Lengren's show. Uh, uh, you'll find it on Rockfin and on YouTube. And um, you want to give anything other, other promotions that you might have for them, Jason?
1: Well, my main gig is uh crow triple seven radio.com. C-R-R-O-W seven, 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 radio.com. I'm the co-host. Crow triple seven is one of my best friends. We, uh, Try so hard to to crack this nut of all the crazy stuff that's going out there and uh crow crow and i both come at uh whatever the particular topic is from different points of view crow is a voracious reader uh he's traveled a lot he's seen a lot of things i'm somebody who does a ton of research i use the from a more internet standpoint i write a lot of the shows and then we discuss the topics so we're we're coming in close to 500 shows at this point we've been doing this for over six years so tons of topics there and just like what freeman was saying i hate to make it sound like a pitch but we're at a point where we do need you you have to support what you love or what you love is going to go away because these this is the real world we live in we do need your help absolutely absolutely
0: Yes, and you guys have been great. It has been amazing, and I love my audience so much. I really do. Uh, we we got some of the greatest people here, and I love getting to meet all of you and share with all of you. So please follow me at Freeman TV on Twitter, and let's communicate and share there. Uh, we're we're building up all kinds of things. We are really hoping to build up a massive new front for all of this uh, next year. So these are a lot of things that are in the background being worked on, getting us into this new situation, because honestly, things have changed and uh, we're in it now. So it's like, it's a different different type of show now. <laughs> it's a different, you know, It's a, all of it was homework before. Now we're at the actual exam, I guess. That's the way it feels. But we're going to get deep into some of this high science and strangeness on the other side. So I hope you guys will come over and subscribe and get into all of the bonus materials and all the stuff that we got going on. Just to check it out, come on over, freemantv.com. And um, let me just push again the AquaCure just because I think it's a great device, a Brown's gas generator for your lungs that helps regenerate your cells in your soul. It's an amazing device. It's called the AquaCure. And it is put out by eagle research.life. And of course, the links are right there on freemantv.com, right there on every show notes. And if you use promo code FREEMAN, you get $500 off the $2,500 price. This thing is a lifesaver and amazing. And you can get all the different products for brown gas there. Uh, You got your car generator, Uh, it will increase your gas mileage. You have the uh, for growing your plants. Uh, This stuff is just amazing. It's a new tech. I mean, it's an old tech that we are now reinvigorating and finding its true potential. So uh, check it out. Go have a look. I have the links there on the show notes for you. And we're going to take this over in the members section and get deeper and deeper. But let's give some love to Steven Mercer for being an amazing human being. He has been, I mean, he, he cares for so many people behind the scenes, you guys. Like this guy cares like no other. And in the same time, he makes sure that all the great guests come rolling through this uh, desk here. So, uh, give Steve lots of love. And if you have any show ideas or guest ideas, write him, producer Steve at FreemanTV.com, to get uh, all your thoughts and ideas into this program. So, thank you all so much, and we will see you next week.